What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Fortinet betting preview show. DB here, Pat Perry. That's right, the PGA Tour is back already. We're back already on the PGA Tour. Here. Took a PGA quick break. Tour. PGA. That was a, you know, it felt like a long break. It did feel like a nice good. It, it was a good break. Yeah. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, do golf again. I mean, was absolutely. Pat, I, I don't know that I've ever been more into a week one NFL, and I and I love NFL. I've been playing fantasy for years, betting all this stuff. But like yesterday, I was so amped for the NFL. I I was surprised because I'm on your your fantasy group text group, and mm-hmm. and you really were. I haven't seen you like this in a while. I think because I offloaded a, a, another fantasy league that just overwhelmed me, and it was annoying to keep up with all of it. And I think I offloaded that, and so I could just I can just focus on my one team, and then I can focus on. I had so many fucking you know parlay slips going out between underdog and all these others. Like I was just I was amped. I was really pumped. I also hit a couple bets yesterday. You know what my favorite bet I hit yesterday was, Pat? I was looking for a bet for the Falcons-Panthers game because that was going to be on my TV because I, I haven't bought the Sunday ticket thing yet. May not. I probably won't. I haven't bought it in probably five years. So I was like, I need I need something for this game because I didn't have any of the players on my fantasy team and I wasn't going against any of them. And I made a bet for the longest field goal of the game, over 47 and a half. Nailed it. It was like, wow. It was like a minus. I think it was like minus 105 or something. Nailed it. That's that's interesting. Uh, I've never done a field goal bet. My best bet of the week was on on Thursday night. Actually, I had a uh, Brown, a Monroe St. Brown, is uh, is the first touchdown score. I got oh, 10 yeah. to one odds on that. So yeah, that was, was a pretty excited. That was a big one, huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good. It was a good time. Listen, as always, we are presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. Now available in the Android Store or. Place or app, I don't even know. Like I, I don't even know where you go if you're an Android person. But go wherever that is and download the Leaderboard app. It is free. Everything is free in the app, and it's fantastic. Keeping track of all your stats on the golf course and keeping track of all your bets on the course. Even if your buddies aren't in the Leaderboard app, it's still really easy to add them as a guest right before your round. Put together whatever game you're playing that day, whatever bet you got going, match play, Nassau skins, nines, whatever. Put that together in the app. Drop in the handicaps. It dots the scorecard for you. Keeps up with everybody's everybody's score. You just put in the gross score, and then boom, at the end, it'll tell you who owes who money. It is a beautiful app. And also, again, keeping good track of your stats um, on leaderboard. Of course, available in iOS stores as well. You can click the link in the description, download it. Make sure when you do, you, uh, you use the promo code TJ when you do that. Um, and join the Tour Junkies group. We have one of the biggest groups in the leaderboard app. And it's so fun because now we have a leaderboard Discord bot that will post your score and your scorecard so we see what you did. We see you know, when you mm-hmm. made the birdie and then you had the old PBFU and you tripled the next hole. We get to see it and all laugh at it. It's a lot of fun. So be sure you join the Tour Junkies group so you get pushed to the Discord. And yes, if you're in the, if you're in the leaderboard group and you're not in the Discord, shame on you, first of all. But know that we are still seeing your scores and we make fun of you, too. Because I see a lot of people scores and I don't know I don't recognize their name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, t- I put in a score on Friday and it wasn't very good, and um, I got some shit for it, which is yeah, it's understandable. Did you? I missed that. To, Dang it. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, I, you know makes me and usually I'm a little bit tipsy after the round, so when I see that, yeah, 
you know, I just want to like, oh, you want to fire it off? Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, of course right. you do. Yeah. Um, listen, we got, so we're going to cover the Fortinet today. It's going to be kind of a different show. Obviously, it's 1030 in the morning. Odds dropped about two hours ago, maybe three hours ago. We're going we're gonna to kind of hybrid this thing between a regular Monday night betting show and the first look show because we only really have outright odds out. Uh, I do the first look show every Monday morning with our Nuthut community, our Discord community. But this time, we're, you know, we're going to kind of hybrid this thing, talk through our favorite outright bets. Uh, but we're also going to hit the BMW PGA at Wentworth, which is going down on the DP World Tour. Every member of the, of the European Tour Ryder Cup team is playing in that event. It's always a strong field. Uh, a lot of good players over there. So if you're interested in that, hang around for that. We're going to look into the, uh, the BMW PGA as well. Pat, you know what? Before we get started, well, first of all, let's shout out all the people in the chat because they're excited. You know, Graham. Graham. Hey, are you back? Graham. Yes. Yes, we are okay. definitely back. Um, thank you. Spaz missed us. Thank you, Spaz. We appreciate you. Uh, Joanne is back. What up, Joanne? Glad to see golf back. Let's win some money. Agree. Um, awesome. Dylan's in here. I see Spaz. We already talked about Spaz. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. Pat, you know what? It's been, we're going on year number nine now, Pat. That's amazing. Nine years. Year number nine. We are, we were the, um, uh, we were the second one, second podcast in doing this stuff after Pat Mayo, the godfather and the trailblazer. And yeah. then uh, shortly after us, Fantasy Golf Degenerate started. Shout out Kenny Kim and Tyler and T- Tambo. And uh, we've been still doing it nine years. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's been a great nine years. I'm surprised that we uh, have put, e- put up with each other for that long. Um, but, you know, it's, it's made us better, right? Um, and it's, uh, yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, what a better way to start year nine than in wine country. Wine country. I've got my wine sweatshirt on. It's wine 30. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I don't know who made this for me. Did Marscus make, make this for me? Uh, you know who know. made it? That would be me. You, nice. I made that it's, in Kansas. It's actually a very comfortable sweatshirt. It's a little short in the sleeves, so I have to kind of roll them up a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. I, I made that for you. That was, that was a me creation. Um, in nine, here's, here's what I would ask the people in the comment section. If you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment, one of two things, or you can comment both things. Your favorite Tour Junkies memory on the show for the last nine years. Favorite Tour Junkies memory, or maybe something that we used to do that we don't do anymore that you'd like us to bring back. Um, And also, drop in your favorite Monday night football bet and or Thursday night football bet. We need those. We're going to be doing those. Um, Stay tuned as well, all season long. I mean, there's a lot of things to cover and talk about because we've got you know, we've had some things happen over the last couple of weeks that we want to update people on. Um, but we are going to have some guest picks throughout the football season uh, right off the PGA Tour uh, every single or We're going to try to do it every single week. Uh, shout out to our secret weapon now in the Discord, Dynamite. Dynamite Dean Emerson, PGA Tour caddy, degenerate gambler, uh, has been gambling since he was 14 years old. He, he used to call in picks from high school, Pat. In, up there near just uh, I think I think north of Boston in Lowell, Massachusetts, and um, but he's you know he runs the Dynamite brand, gambling brand. Dean is now in the Discord dropping uh, dropping plays every single week. He went three and two, three two and one yesterday, and he's dropping plays every single uh, every single week for football, college, NFL. When basketball starts up, he does baseball. He does everything, but he obviously can't do PGA Tour golf. But he's going to help us a lot this season uh, in terms of golf course, in terms of conditions, in terms of what he's seeing out there on tour. And he will be in Napa this week, so I would expect to hear from Dean 
in the Discord, and hopefully we can get him on the show for tonight with a little bit of a guest selection. We'll see how that goes. If not, I would say stay tuned on our Instagram, and uh, we'll, we'll probably post something like that on Instagram if we can't slip it into the show. So a lot of cool things going down. Mm-hmm. We want your bets for Monday, Monday night, and, um, and Thursday night, if you got that. What else, you, Pat? Um, Anything else going on? i tell you what, DB, I have to point this out because it was, uh, it was noted in the chat here mm-hmm. um, by Spaz, you know, but uh, oh, yes. is, yeah, I mean, it's caught up pretty well. Dude, I mean, it I has. You are, you are very concerned about this. Yeah. And um, it, I feel like, yeah, you've done well. Your yes. body's doing well there. My body is doing what hey, it's supposed pat to be your doing. Body on the on the back there for that. Good job, body. Good job. Yeah, yeah. My wife uh, left for Africa the day I shaved down to just the stash because I lost the bet. Uh, more on that on social media here, probably coming soon. And she cried like tears welled up in her eyes. She hated it so bad, but thankfully she was leaving for Africa in four days or in four hours. I think your daughter hated it. My worse. daughter also cried and told me she was never gonna. She yeah. hated it, and I looked terrible. That was a quote. Yeah. My sweet, sweet girl. Um, and, yeah, and literally, you know, a week. It kind of started filling in. We're, we're about, let's see, we're about 10 days out of me shaving it now, and I, it's kind of back. It's not fully back to where I had it, but it's, it's close. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. It, it, it lets me know that I can do that again in the future, and I'm not as nervous about it. Yeah. Yeah, good job. And... Also, thanks for all those asking. Yes, I see Dylan in the chat. Yes, the, the wife and son got back from, from South Africa safe and sound yesterday. By the way, I do want to update that because Tour Junkies, our, our, tour, our generous people, Tour Junkies followers, helped fund a well project. This, this project they did here was not that well because the one in South Africa, she always has to uh, hire a driller, but we've recently bought our own well drill. Um, but it is on a cargo ship trying to get across the Atlantic Ocean. It originally began in Utah. Now, obviously, it had to get from Utah to the coast somehow. It has been a very slow process to get said drill from Utah to West Africa, which is where the Tour Junkies will, well will be going in Togo, West Africa. So once that thing hits Togo and it gets there, the Tour Junkies well is going in the ground, and uh, I'm excited about that. So all those who helped fund that, and it is fully funded, so all those who helped do that, we appreciate it. It's uh, it's on the way. How do you how do you buy a, a well drill? Do you like? Is there a shop for it? You go shopping? Uh, no, Pat. There's like she, a there's like a well drill two point Amazon. Really, just Amazon. Um, yeah. No, it was a there was a company. It's a company called uh, what's it called? I don't remember. It's it's a they did a a grant contest, and Kristen wrote wrote the letter for the grant and won. Got the grant, so they paid for half of it. We paid for half of it. And um, it'll save us a bunch of money drilling wells over there in, yeah, in West Africa. So, yeah, thanks for all those who, uh, who did that. Listen, um, what else? Anything else we need to get off? The- I'm trying to think if there's any. We got Ryder Cup content. We'll start, you know, really uh, coming up. So I, mean, I know there's already been a ton of Ryder Cup content out. We, um, we're just kind of waiting. on. We want to wait on, like, odds to be a little more exciting. We're probably going to have a guest on that show. Stay tuned. I think Hunter Mahan might pop on, said he, said he would. The Dean Emerson, Dynamite Dean Emerson, I should have mentioned that. We just did an interview with Dynamite Dean, and it was a fantastic interview. It's on, it's on the audio version of the show as well as YouTube. So if you haven't listened to that or checked that out, Dean's on there. We have a great conversation about betting in general, sports betting, him building his sports betting brand. Um, 
why why golf handicapping is so hard from his PJ Tour caddy experience and perspective, and uh, how he got into caddying, and what else? Ryder Cup a little bit. We had a great conversation with Dean. He's he's the man, and like I said, very active now Discord community member. So uh, and contributor. So shout out to Dean. Was he puffing on that cigar during yes. the interview? He's a big cigar guy. Um, big okay. big big cigar guy. S- completely uh, alcohol free though, sober for like a long time. So doesn't do the alcohol thing, but does man's man cigars. Um, yeah, yeah. So good for him. Cigars and and sports betting. I love it. He was well, yeah. yeah, and he's such a Boston guy. I just love it. With the, the dichotomy between me and him was palpable. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Dynamite Dean's the man. Um, should we get into this, Pat? Yeah. I do think yeah. we talk a little bit about Napa um, and Silverado, which we've been here many, many years. So I don't want to get into it like too much. Uh, by the way, if you, I did do a video last year covering this golf course in 13 minutes, everything you need to know, nothing you don't. So if you want a full course breakdown, if you just search Silverado on our channel or Fortinet on our channel, it'll probably pop up. Uh, so if you want a little more details. But I was, I was looking at the latest GCSAA information on this, on this course, Pat. Mm-hmm. and noticed that there are some notes. First of all, the routing has changed with 10 holes yeah, in a different order. But I think more, uh, more significantly, the course has had, this is a quote here, an excessively wet winter, which winter, I was like, win- winter? Win- I, and, and for a minute, I had- done with summer. <laughs> for a minute, I had the thought, is California, does, are they in a different season? Like, are, like Australia or something? They like, they're like Australia. It just totally threw me off. I was like, what the? But okay, uh, with 50-plus with inches of rain compared to the average of 20 inches of rain, the course flooded multiple times and a bridge washed out. Other than that, it's been great. So anyway, we're probably going to hear and see a much more, um, we're going to hear about and see a much more soft you know, longer, slower Silverado than sometimes what we what we have seen in the past. So, um, something to take note of. Your past champions here have been Max Homa the last two years, Stuart Sink won in 2021, Cam Champ in 2020, Kevin Tway, Brendan Steele's a back to back winner, uh, Emiliano Grillo won here one time. So it's kind of a mixed bag of winners, mixed bag of of success here. When you look at the leaderboards, definitely see some bombers do well here. Definitely see some. Shorter hitters do well here. There's more than more than one way to skin the cat here at Silverado, Pat. You know what I mean? Where did that saying come from? Have you ever thought about that? You're a cat person. <laughs> I'm not really a cat person. Well, you have two I, cats. Well, I do. I know, but they were forced into my home. But um, I don't mm. know. That's a good question. That is a good question. Like, where more than one way to skin a cat? I assume it involves killing cats. Pat, if you died in your house. Do you know what your cats would do? I don't need to know this. I don't think we. I don't think this is part I of the just, Junkies podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, no, Theo Vaughn just interviewed a coroner, and he's the guy's been doing coroners coronations. Cor, he's been coroner. I don't think it's called coronation. He's been coronering for eighteen years, and they started talking about like what happens if you die in the home. Your body gets left there for a little bit, whatever. Dogs, uh, most dogs will not do anything until like it's been there a few that you've been there a few days and they've not been fed and they might start nibbling he said cats within hours will eat you down to the bone cats Mm. 
Bro, cats are evil. They're evil, Pat. Mm. You need to get those cats out of your house. I don't... This is... Can we cut this part of the show out? <laughs> no. No, no, that is a critical part of the show. Uh, okay. Um, we'll figure out more than one way to skin a cat. But you're right about this course at Fortinet. I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways you can play it. You know, you look at like a camp champ who won here, bombs away, just, you know, tearing up these par fives, which you can do. Um, a lot of wedges yep. into these greens, you know, and probably because you can bomb it because the rough isn't really that, you know, isn't that hard. Yep. Um, you know, we got we got the POA greens, right? Yeah. A little bit of slope. Gotta like the POA. So, you know. Yeah, you bring up Cam Champ. That's uh, that that helps me segue here. I'll just read one quick quote from him. He he said a couple years ago, "I play the par fives as aggressively as I can. The key is being in the fairway. Some of the par fives are pretty narrow, though. But he said usually play best whenever I stay aggressive. Out here, it depends on the pins. Sometimes I don't even care if I'm in the rough. It doesn't really matter." I'll just try to be in the right position off the tee. So if the pin's far left, I'll play to the right side, vice versa. Uh, I'll take it in the rough being farther up there hitting the driver. And, and that's something that you kind of notice is you're, you're going to see guys just rip it. The, the fairways are narrow, but the average fairways hit out of the 14, I looked over the last five years, is like 6.9. So a lot of missed fairways, whether you're a short hitter or you're a long hitter, Tends to be an advantage to the longer hitter, especially in the par fives, but it's still a shorter course with this par 72, uh, 7,100 yards. They don't, they, they've only really played it to 7,100 yards like once out of the last five years. But the green and regulation numbers are still high. The average is like 12 to 12.2. So they're still going to hit a lot of greens um, because they're going to have, like you said, a lot of short irons and a lot of wedges in here. Uh, winning scores been around 17 and a half. I bet, I bet that's where the over-under falls, like 17 and a half under, something like that. Um, and I looked ahead at the weather, Pat. Speaking of nine years of doing this, just shout out mm-hmm. weather-wise, RIP. I looked at the weather, and weather-wise, it's a full send like today. There is nothing happening. It's going to be mild, no wind, no rain, just a soft, receptive, birdie fest of a, of a golf course. And so, you know, that's one of the things we talk about on Monday mornings for, for outrights. You know, we get a lot of early value here with numbers. They're going to drop significantly. Some already have today. Um, so we can maximize some nice closing line value if we go ahead and fire on a few of these today. Not saying we spend every unit, but we're going to spend some units here today. Anything uh, else you think on the golf course we should we should take note of? No, I mean I think that's good. Uh, I like that we're getting good weather here in Napa. Yeah. So that's good for the wine. It's good for the the varietals, the grapes. Yeah. Do you have um, any wine takes that you you need to share? I feel like you should have you should have prepared some sort of wine. Education. No, I wish I had some wine right now. It's a little too early for that. Ten thirty? Um, too early? I, Wait, I dude, when you're full time, you can do that. See, if I was, yeah, I don't look. Do let's it. get let's we, let's have a slogan. Let's get Pat full time so he can drink wine at ten thirty. <laughs> make Pat full time. Hashtag make Pat full time. Um, you know, year nine. We, we that should be the goal. That really should be the goal. So listen, I'm gonna rant right here real quick. All you people who piss and moan about an ad or about a contest, we're all going to do this and get this. And but By the way, we have an amazing contest that we announced a couple weeks ago. If you missed it, we're going to cover it here in a minute. We can get you yeah. to the Masters, so shut up. But all, all you people are like, yeah, 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 we're going to pay for this and an ad here and an ad here. F you, man. Like This is the only way we make money. So, yeah, if you, if you like the content 
and you want more of the content, we have to do ads. We have to. And guess what? The people who we do ads for, they want you to listen and they want you to do stuff. Okay? We vet these, these companies extremely well. And we usually sign up with companies that you would probably like. It's our demographic would probably enjoy. So if you like Pat, and many of you are way bigger team Pat guys than me, then you like me and you, you're mad maybe I'm full-time, why, make Pat full-time. And then you get way more Pat. The way you do, do that the things. is do supporting the things that us throughout we the ask year. You to. Yeah. Just support us throughout the year. That's how you do it. You don't have to pay for, you don't pay for the podcast. You don't pay for the content. It's ridiculous. The number, I had a dude Instagram DM me and shout out to him because he did admit later because I called him out. He did admit later that he was drunk when he messaged me. So, and oh, gosh. Listen, I totally, That's always good. Like, you know, we totally understand that. Been there. But we had a guy on Instagram a couple, this was probably, I think, for like the BMW show or something. Maybe, maybe it was the Wyndham show. He's like, geez, I mean, you had four ads in the show. Oh, my God. How am I supposed to listen to this? And, and so I was just, I had time, and, I was, and it irritated me that he said that. So I went to the number one sports podcast in the nation. Oh, oh, because one of the things he said was, I thought, I thought when you guys got bigger and you had all these listeners that you wouldn't have to do the ads. So I went to the number one show on, on sports, which is Pardon My Take. Pardon My Take that day had an hour and like 50-minute show. They had 12 and a half minutes of ads total. I went back, listened to all of them, added them all up. We were an hour and 10 minute long show. We had four minutes of ads, four and a half. And one of them was a sick contest. So give me a break. Okay. Yeah. Good rant. Yes, Spaz. My love language is words of affirmation. Thank you. <laughs> um, Pat, what's your love language? Hmm. Have you ever done the? Have you ever read the book? Your wife ever made you read the book? You done the test? No, I should probably figure out what my love language is. I also think it's words of affirmation. Uh, yeah, it is words of affirmation. Yeah. Pat, you look great in that hoodie. Thank you. You look great in that Ryder Cup shirt. That makes me mad that I didn't see it when we were in Hazeltine. Yes, thank you. Um, okay, God, we're 21 minutes in, 22 minutes into this. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it going. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start. Uh, I'm going to go off of DraftKings odds to work down the board. Pat is shopping MGM to make sure we can't get a better line. I've also got points bet pulled up as of right now. Let's see if Fandles uh, awake yet. Yep, now they are. Great. Now we have four books to shop for, shop with. Hey, Spaz, since you're in the chat, Spaz, can you help speed this up and shop um, points bet for us? Just to let me know. Just let me know, because I don't want to have to go all the, all these tabs. Just let me know if there's a better number on somebody we're talking about on points bet. Let me know, and I'll keep up with DK and FanDuel. We're going to shop some numbers. We're going to talk about some plays. Out, the outright market is the only thing out at the moment. No top 20s, no placements. Obviously, we'll have that uh, in, other, in other areas, probably in the Discord, on SoBet, et cetera. So, all right, Pat, let's get into this. Top of the board is... Preston Summerhays and Hayden Springer on DraftKings at minus 10,000. Okay, well, they're winning. Let's go ahead and, <laughs> let's go ahead and finish this up. I'm just kidding. I, well, I that is, that, that so is actually excited about them. That is what it says. I'm looking yeah. at it, too. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, hmm. Clearly, they missed that. Yeah, late additions. You know, one, one weird thing about, I mean, this is our ninth year of doing this, and one weird thing is that we're not, we don't get the injection of the Corn Ferry Tour graduates in here this, this, this fall. So it's kind of a weird fall. We're in this transition year with the PGA Tour. And, you know, we'll have some Corn Ferry Tour guys. There are some in the field, and they've got some sponsors exemptions. I looked at them all. None of them, I think, are going to be relevant at all to win. 
But um, it's going to be a different kind of fall. You've got a lot of those uh, outside the top 70 to 150, 200 category guys going to be playing a lot this fall, trying to improve their position uh, when the new real season starts in January. So you got to remember, it's, it's a transitory fall here. The trans movement has hit the PGA Tour. We're transitioning in the fall swing. So there you go. That, that one's free. Somebody clipped that. Um, all right, Max Homa plus 750, Justin Thomas 12 to 1. Hey, how long is the flight from Napa to Rome? I was like, what? This feels like a, I mean, I guess Homa's defending back-to-back champion. JT's needs to have a good week. Doesn't it, is, did, can they go, can they go, can they take a left out of Napa or do they have to go all the way and take a right and go down? Can somebody, they, go, they got to go back across the U.S. and then hop over that direction. So you think about a four or five hour flight plus another ten hours maybe to Rome. Yeah. 15, that's, 16 hours. Yeah. Um I mean, I I'm not betting either one of these guys to win anything. I mean, Justin Thomas. What would a good week be for JT heading into the Ryder Cup? Like what Top. would give you wh- where's the line between him gaining confidence from playing this week and being like, ugh. I don't know. Got to consider strength of this field. Here's what I think. I don't. I don't know if it really matters mm. for JT. Like I feel I, like. I mean, I, he'll he'd probably be happy with the top ten or something like that. But I mean, the Ryder Cup is just such a different animal when it when it comes to how these guys play once they get in the spotlight. He's already made the team, so he doesn't have to worry about it. I mean, they put him on the damn team anyway, so. I think he's just trying to get the game in order, and then we'll see what happens in in Rome. But I, I don't. I think if he, even if he missed the cut, I wouldn't think all of a sudden he's just going to have a you know he's going to be awful in Rome. I, I just don't think that's that's what's going to happen. Pressure's probably off of him a little bit because of the fact that he made the team. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously. Well, I don't think so. I think this pressure is ratcheted up. Like, well, yeah, because would have been way less pressure off the team. <laughs> he does have but, to do Well, anything. I mean, the pressure of. I guess before when he was trying to play so well to get on the team, there is a little pressure off because he is on the team. Yeah. Now I guess the pressure is, you know, he's got to perform well in these golf tournaments because he's not, you know, he's not in. Well, I guess he's in a lot of events, in the, but you know what I mean? He wants to have a good fall. Yeah. There's a reason he's playing here. Yeah. I, I don't. Joanne in the chat says top 10 is her, is her over under is her top 10. Um, I, I mean, I, I think if he sucks, I, I think if he, if he, if he finishes, I'm going to say outside the top 40 in this field, I, I think it adds more because it's like, sh- you know, shit, I took this time off. I worked hard. Everybody saw the viral video of me with the pool noodles coming out of my ass and everything. Like I did all that and I'm still... I'm still not there. I'm not clicking. And now he's got he's pressing to to have it ready to go so that he can play as many matches as as he can possibly play in the Ryder Cup uh, next week. I, I don't or no two two weeks from now. Does he have? Is there? There's a break, right? Yeah, I think there's a break. It's the last. Yeah, we got two more weeks. Yeah, is the Ryder Cup going on while we're at the memory guest? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I realized that when you sent that out to me the other day, I was like, "Hey, God, man." Don't your carts, y'all have fancy carts, though, with TVs and stuff. 
that we used to have the TV thing. I think they unsubscribed to it. It has the capability. It's called the Shark Experience. Shout out Greg Norman. But it had the capability, and then they turned it off. So we don't even have the TVs Let's do, anymore. Can't we do something? We need to get can't an, we set up like an iPad yes. or something? Do you have an iPad? There? Can somebody send us an iPad? I think I've got an iPad that we can Does use. it have data, though? I, I don't know. Let Plus, me, the let me signal is so it. bad out there. Guys, we got member guests coming up in a couple weeks, and me and Pat are both pressing. So we got, we, we got a, it's, our, it's our major. It's our, our one major of the year, and we, it's going to be, uh, yeah. Um, Spaz said it's a 12-hour flight from Napa to Rome. That has to be a left-hand turn out of Napa. That has to be across the Pacific. There's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can get to, to – you can, there's no way you can fly across the U.S., across the Atlantic Ocean in 12 hours. I don't, yeah. So that's not bad. That's not as bad as I thought. Um, anyway, JT's not winning. I mean, Max for a three-peat at plus 750. He did play well at the end of the year. Um, plus 750 on DK. I don't – I don't know that I love it. I can imagine Max is probably extremely excited for his debut in the Ryder Cup. And it might be a little bit of a look-ahead spot. Let me just do my thing. I'm here because I, have to, I feel obligated to defend. Um, obviously, he's the most talented golfer in this field, for sure, by, by, yeah. by a long shot right now. Um, so it's not that he couldn't, but I, I don't think so. So, so then it's kind of a jump to this mid-range here with Sahith, uh, Cam Davis, Stefan Yeager at, uh, you know, in, in this kind of spot. Any, any, any one of those three interest you? I feel like it's a Sahith week. I really do. He's the first one I want to click on and, and put some money on it, 20 to 1. Cali boy. I mean, he finished top 10, I believe, here last year. Um, he's a guy that, we know there's not always great at hitting fairways, but as you mentioned yep. earlier, you just don't have to hit a ton of fairways out here. Um, I, I feel like if I want to take somebody up top, Sahith is the one. And it, he's going to get a win. I mean, it is, it's yep. going to happen at some point. This yep. feels like a very good course for, for that to happen. So I, I'm throwing out JT and Max on any kind of cards. I'm not just, just not going to do it, but, but I can start one with Sahith for sure. Yeah, um, is there a better number than 20 to 1, or is that it? That's what I see on DK. That's the MGM number, and then I flipped over to points bet real quick, and that's what that is. So it's pretty solid there at that number. Did you look earlier this morning? Has that thing come down a little bit, or you don't know? not sure? I haven't, no. I like Sahith as far as the, the win. I mean, 20, 20 doesn't feel amazing. Because I just think there's going to be so many bombs in here that you're just not going to feel like are that much worse than Sahith or Davis or Jaeger. And I like Jaeger. T- I like all three of these guys to play well. I mean, you know, pr- DraftKings pricing not out yet for DFS. They might be, you know, um, some, some solid DFS offerings there. But it's just this feels like a – and actually, I, I think the, whole, the entire fall swing is going to be even more of a long shot season than we've ever seen because of mm-hmm. the lack of – some of the top players who play a handful of events a year not being here. So I, I am hoping to really hit some bombs in the fall, some early bombs. So I could see just completely fading this entire top tier, but I do think Sahith is the best option of the short, of the short numbers. Like Jaeger at 25, like Jaeger feels like a great play here, but we had the whole discussion about when, when is Jaeger going to finally get it done. I, I think he will. I think he's capable, but... At 25 to 1, I don't care if I don't hit that with Jaeger. 
when you when you have Sahith, who's been been so much closer to getting it done at twenty. So to me, yeah. Sahith just feels like the best bet there. Yeah, I agree. All right, so at twenty to one DK, I think if you want that, you pound it now. Yeah, I could see that shorten up just a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, ain't gonna shorten up much. So yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's keep working down the board. Uh, before we do, I do want to remind everybody about the contest that we're talking about. Get to Augusta, hang out with me and Pat on Tuesday, a, a, a very special Tuesday in the first full week of April in Augusta on Tuesday. If you win this contest, you and a guest hanging out with me and Pat on that Tuesday. Um, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time, beautiful day. And it's presented to you by our friends at SoBet. And shout out SoBet for doing this. All you have to do is sign up for SoBet. Give it a month to try under our, using our code, our link. That's it. And if you've already done that, you're already entered. So here's the deal. If you click the link in the description, what you got to do, you got to go through our link. It's in the description. Takes you to SoBet. It pre-fills the code TJ. Pre-fills that code, which is fantastic. Then when you can, you're going to pick your, you want a month, you want six months, or you want a year plan. Suggest the year six-month plan because it's heavily discounted, especially the six-month plan because it gets you all the way through NFL college football season. We've got 50-plus handicappers on SoBet who have all been vetted, uh, who have to be transparent with their picks, with their plays, with their unit allotments. Um, so it's, it's legit. It's legit. And uh, if you, you know, and there's a ton of them killing it for the NFL. Shout out Deepak, who's like, I think he's 18-3-1 in the first two weeks of college football season on SoBet. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like wow. he's up like thirty something units in just college football alone, I believe. So all that is there, all that access is there for you when you get any sort of membership there. So the six month I would I would recommend. But if you just want to try it for a month, at the end of your checkout, you can put in TJ trial, and that gets in the box at checkout, and that gets you the first month free. Then you can cancel it any time if you want. But all you got to do to enter in that in that contest to get your name drawn, this will be the best chance you ever have ever have to get your name drawn to come join me and Pat on that Tuesday in April. That's all you got to do. And you and a guest can come. P.S. Bonus tip. If you know who your guest would be, if you won, go to that guest and say, hey, I need you to do this. And then let's make a pinky promise. And if you win, you're taking me. And if I win, I'm taking you. Now we just doubled our chances. Bing bong. Look at there. We're going to draw this winner. I believe it's October 30th or something. It's, it's, I think it's the show we'll do for the Zozo. We're going to announce the winner then. So you only have about a month, a uh, month and a half to, uh, to get that done. So shout out SoBet. Come join us. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Listen right. to what we're saying. Okay? Do the things we're saying. Yeah. Get Pat full time. All right. Um, all right, then we get into this Lucas Herbert, J.J. Spawn, Eric Cole, Brendan Todd, Bo Hostler train, you know, this kind of mid-range situation. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, to me, the first name that really draws my eye is Eric Cole. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, obviously had a fantastic season this year. We saw him do extremely well for most of the year. But, and thank God the schedule finally made him take a break. The schedule finally said, Eric, yeah. sit your ass down. Stay there. No more golf tournaments. I mean, I'm sure he probably played on some mini tour somewhere, but we haven't heard about that yeah. yet. 35 to 1 on DK is the best number I see. I know he played here last year, missed the cut. Doesn't matter. I, I think Cole is, uh, he checks a lot of boxes here. I'm not sure how comfortable he is on POA. That may be the only issue with Cole. I'll have to dig deeper into that. Um, but what do, you, what do you, is there a better number on Cole that we see? 
No, that's a good little. That's a little bit better value because he's thirty to one on BetMGM. Okay. Um, switching over real quick to points bet, he's thirty-five to one. So a little advantage there. I like. I like the number. Um, I think you're right. I think Cole is. Um, I mean, look, we've talked about a lot of different types of players that can win here. He's certainly. I mean, you look at putting on these greens. I feel like he could. He could just putt the lights out here. Um. Just fantastic ball striker. Doesn't do a whole lot of things. You know, he doesn't hit it terribly long, but he's not terribly short. Hits a lot of fairways. Hits a lot of greens. Good wedge player. So I do like Eric Cole for sure. Uh, I'm looking at. So I did. I did run up an initial model just to kind of look at some data and some stats. Um, the iron play is tremendous for him. Uh, one of the stats I looked at: ops gained, opportunities gained. He's sixth in this field last 24 rounds. You got to hit it close here. I mean, with the with the tier kind of fast, but they're, I guess they're going to be soft. Poa greens, it's just dart throwing season. You just got to throw darts. Greens and reg numbers are through the roof. You can't you can't win this tournament scrambling. So I love that for him. And then I, I did look at last fifty rounds on Poa, which uh, I don't know how many actual rounds on Poa he has logged, but he's not terrible. He's forty eighth in the field. It's not terrible. Yeah, um, it's not. It's not it's, so I, I think Cole is is my first like. I'm locking that in. I want to bet that now. And I bet he's a popular play. So, we, so he's 48th in the field in POA. Uh-huh. Now, I'm just looking at the last 36 rounds, and I just putting in general, I'm showing him number one. Is that right? Uh, really? Um, putting. Uh, maybe he's, uh, I mean, not, not, I don't know about number one, but he's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, look at, look at, look at Dylan. Look at Dylan. Thanks for the super chat, Dylan. I love TJ and SoBet. And then shout out Luke. Luke Wharton, SoBet, printing money. I know. So I'm telling you. Dylan, big okay, team, so, team Pat guy. So shout out Dylan for that. So Eric Cole, we're looking at him. What do you, what do you think about Justin Suh? I love Justin Suh. I, I, he was one I had written down. He, he, he's been playing DP World Tour events too. Yeah. 45 to 1 on DK. What's, is that our best number? Yeah, that's probably our best number. Um, I can switch over to points bet. 50 to 1 on points bet. Ooh, let's see what. Uh, where is Justin's uh, on here? Oh, there he is. Okay. Um, miscut 58th, last two attempts here. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, that's not great, but I don't, I don't really care. 50 to 1 points bet, you said? Yeah, 50 to 1 on points bet. I just feel like he's had some. He's had some close calls. He's got to string. He's got to string four rounds together. I mean, when, yeah, maybe he could be like a. He could end up being a little first round leader bet. Mm-hmm. By the way, on your little breakdown, you mentioned this about first round leaders um, when you're talking about betting that. I think you said seven of the last eight or eight of the last nine first round leaders came from the morning wave, probably because of the poet and his bouncy and that kind of stuff. But. Yep. Um, Yep. Good note there if you are if you are interested in dabbling in the first round leader stuff. Good catch there. Uh, a couple other names in here that catch my eye. Um, and I probably need to narrow this down, but like Brennan Todd at 35, Putnam at 40, Reevy at 45. I like Reevy a lot. I feel like I got it. Like Shez, Shez, I kind of rode Shez last, last year. And he played good. He didn't win. Yeah. But he had a good season. Um, any thoughts on any of those guys? Yeah, I mean, I think Shez, this is a... Got a great record here. 
Yeah, I was about to say he he should have a good record here, especially like when you when you think about you know having a lot of irons or short irons in the greens. He just seems seems to knock pins down all the time with with his iron play. So in the last like twenty four rounds, first in the field in approach, second in the field in ops gained. Yeah, it'd be hard not to throw a couple units down on him at fifty to one. Any but um, fifty on where where's that? That's the best number. It's forty-five uh, on DK. At, I'm, I, what is he on DK? Forty-five. Yeah, fifty to one on BetMGM. Great guy, baby. Let's take it. And he is. Um, hang on. I might even have something better for you. Okay. Wait, where is he? Fifty. All right, fifty to one on points bet. So. All right. So Shez at fifty. I'm. That's, I'm. I'm. I'm probably gonna fire on that one. Who else? What do you think about like Todd Putnam? Putnam kind of finished the season pretty strong. Todd's got a good record here. Um, Todd feels like a fall guy too. Mm-hmm. Seems like you know when he started getting his game back together um, a few years ago, it was in the fall. Um, we saw him, you know, probably should have won the John Deere, you know, a couple yeah. of months ago when when Sep won. Um, he just sort of crapped on himself on the on the way home but didn't shoot a 59 or whatever 60 yeah but i do like i do like some brendan todd um i think i might prefer putnam which is kind of crazy to say i like both of them but i think i probably prefer putnam he played really really well at the end of the year i mean so did todd todd had some good finishes too but um but putnam putnam just finished he just played strong um both both guys have good finishes here I don't know. What? A little better odds, by the way, on Todd for point that he's at forty to one. What's what's Putnam's best number? I see forty on DK. Forty-five points bet, and then uh, BetMGM has him at um, thirty-five. So forty-five points bet for Putnam. Okay. All right. Who else are you liking here? Um. By the way, I'm seeing Akshay's name. Yeah. Did you see that he got engaged or did he get married? I don't know. He got engaged. Yeah. He proposed to that girl with that dump truck. Yeah. Don't blame him. God. I mean, poof. But, you know, he wrote on the Instagram thing, wifey. Well, yeah, but. But, I mean, technically, it's not the wifey yet. It's the, it's yeah. the, uh, what, what do you call fiance, it? Fiance. That would the, be a the fiance. fiance. The fiance. The <laughs> fiance. Yeah, dude, congrats, Akshay. But, I, you know, and respect because the, I think the next day, or maybe it was the same day, he posted a video of him grinding on the putting, on the putting green. Good for him. So, I mean, like, Akshay's, Akshay's doing his thing. Where are his odds? I thought he was shorter. He's 55 to 1. Yeah, I love one. that. I, I do, too. I mean, this is a guy that can go bombs away out on this golf course. Um, yeah. He's, let's see where he is on points bet. Yeah, 55 on points bet and MGM. He's 50 on DK. I like Akshay. So definitely there. Um, I tell you, I'm still staying away from Taylor Montgomery. Me too. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he did show, didn't he show a little bit of something towards the end, I think, when he was trying to make it or keep it in? I don't know. I, I just feel like I remember him doing something. In, he finished 37th at the FedEx. Okay. Which was him doing something. I mean, that was a strong well, yeah. field. And it, yeah. Now it was, but still, yeah, I, I don't think he's. Were there 120 in the field? I guess was that that one did have a cut. 
It was the next one that didn't. I always get confused on those. But no, no, the St. Jude had had only top oh, seventy same. in. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, Nick Hardy, Mark Hubbard, kind of pop out to me here, um, and then Gary Kigo pops out to me here. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, Higo didn't. Uh, Higo had a good, solid year, and and he can you know he can spray that driver everywhere. I mean, his yeah, I mean he finished he finished the year strong. Uh, 33rd, 21st, 19th, 13th, miscut of the Wyndham. Those were his last five tournaments yeah. um, before missing the playoffs. Miscut here last year. I, I kind of see him fitting that Cam Champ model, just like hit hit the hell out of it as far as you can hit it and then go get it and see what happens. Um, so Higo's interesting. I think Higo also got married or something during the break. Uh, well, I know he's married, which I went on that rant about that being a really, it's hard to trust oh, okay. a man's judgment who got in his situation with, um, yeah, but yeah. I just look in here and I start seeing guys who I feel like, you know, I think Hardy could close the door on a win. I think Higo could do it. He's, he's done it before. You know, poor Hubbard. Are we going to keep betting Hubbard? I, I mean, I like Hubbard. He checks a lot of boxes here. I just I always wonder, is he going to do it? You know, is he going to, you know, like when you start looking at the list of names we're piling up to, to possibly bet, you can't bet them all. Like, I just, I just don't know if I trust Hubbard still to finish one off. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm there on him. I, I tell you, though, I keep wanting to look at Sam Ryder. Mm. Now, he is um, 60 to 1 on bet MGM, but I think he's, I saw him longer on. DK, maybe you can see what he is on DK, but you know Sam had a pretty good, you know, seventy on DK. Nah, I mean, pretty good finish to the year with a T seven at the three M, thirty eight at the Wyndham, thirty first at the FedEx St Jude. We saw him contend last year early on in the season. Um, I think Ryder's in play for sure, especially at seventy to one. Um, I think you have the wrong Sam. I think it needs to be Sam Stevens. Okay. All right. I am, uh, I like the Sam Stevens kid. Now, I don't, you know, good off the tee, hits it pretty far. Irons are definitely a little, can, you know, can be, he can be spray. He can be kind of spray. But he has like these peak weeks with the irons or just really trash weeks with the irons. So, uh, but the guy, I mean, the guy almost won the Valero, could have won the Valero with Corey Connor, snatched that one out again, I think. Wasn't that Corey Connors? Yeah. Um, he just has these peak weeks. And so, I don't know. I think, I think there's solid value there with Sam Stevens at 60 is the best number I see. Do you see anything better? 60 on BetMGM. And he's 80 on FanDuel. 70 on PointsBet. I'm taking Stevens, 80 to 1 on FanDuel. Spaz is not shopping for me like he should, but we might just, that's why I took over. I just took Thank over. You. Thank you. Um, we might have a little Sam battle then. I might put, I might end up with mm. Ryder on the card just to go against Stevens versus Ryder. A Pendrith at 65 on, on DK, I think like, because didn't he, I mean, he finished the year looking better, right? Am I, am I remembering that properly? Let's see. Uh, uh, the the sixth well, at the Barbasol, yeah. I mean, well, sixth and fourteenth between Rocket Mortgage and Barbasol, he had flashes, and and the ball striking was good. He, he kind of lost the ball striking at the Wyndham, 
Wyndham's not the great greatest spot for him. I think this is a fantastic spot for yes. him. Yes, he can. I think Pendrith rip it off the tee here. I think Pendrith's in play. Sixty-five on DK. Do you see a better number? Pendrith is um, seventy-five on points bet, and he's ooh seventy-five. He's sixty-six on BetMGM. Oh wait a minute. Spaz says Pendrith is sixty on points bet. Do you need a refresh? Uh, maybe I do. They'll change them on you quick here. On I'm literally one. looking at 75 right now. But let me refresh. Pinterest getting hammered. Let me refresh. The suspense is killing me. And... I'm still seeing 75. Okay. All right. That's, I, that's on points, I can bet? screenshot it. I can share my screen if you want to see it. <laughs> Let me look on my... Yeah, I've seen 75, too. I don't know. Maybe Spaz, Spaz is... Uh, I don't know. Spaz is... He's on a different point to that. Yeah. I like Pendrith. Pendrith. He's also 7... Or he's 60... What is he? He's 65 on DK. Um, if, you, if you just... If you have the Spaz number on points bet. Do we think Austin Eckroat's going to come back? Like, I looked at him as a guy who... Yeah. You know, had some... some Pops had a, had a little run there in the spring summer where he had some really nice finishes and then completely fell off the wagon at the end of the year. I could see him bouncing back. I mean, this is, you know, when we have a break like this, you just kind of, we don't really know what the form could be, um, especially if they didn't go into the playoff run. I mean, you know, Eckroat's guy who we haven't seen since early August. So it's been a month. Um, but I think just in general, he feels like a kid who came close enough. He's got the chops, could possibly close the door on his first win here. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Eckroat is one where I felt like maybe at the end of the season, I don't know, it just felt like he was just dragging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly has plenty of skills out here to to do well. Um, you know, you look at you know his off the tee game. He's he's top fifteen in the field, top twenty in ball striking. Um, I, he was one that when we're just kind of looking at the m- middle of the board here, I saw him and I was, I, I, I feel like he definitely could have a good tournament here for sure. What do you think about Luke List? I don't know. <laughs> he's played here a bunch and he's, his ball striking, like usual, is fantastic here. He does have a fourth place finish here in 2018 after he gained 2.8 strokes putting on the POA. I mean, POA is his best putting surf, well, I mean, past Palum technically, but. Of the big three putting surfaces, Poa is his best. Um, he's almost twice as good on Poa as he is on Bent or Bermuda. Ball striking is there. Uh, I mean, the ball striking is all... 65 good. to 1 on DK is the best number I see. I'll leave List to you. 80 to 1 on, fan, 80 to 1 on FanDuel, though, for List in this, in this field? I mean... What what about Camp Champ? I thought he would be in that same category. The past champion here, he's down there in that same range. Cam Champ to me is just, you know, if you want to bet him, bet him. Because mm-hmm. there's no, I mean, you really don't have much to go off of other than the fact that he just feels like he's got these courses that 
you know, whether it's they suit his eye or he can just bomb it and not worry about anything off the tee because there's not really much trouble. Um, that's that's what I think, you know, with Cam, you just, you don't have a lot to go off of. It's not like you have a, you know, a sheet of all these stats and he's good in every single one of them. Yeah. But if you want to bet him, I, I can't, you know, I can't convince you not to i don't think i will i think i'll i think i'd actually i think i'm actually gonna bet luke list instead which could be a really dumb thing to do um i think i trust luke's wedges a little bit and if it's soft and the greens are super soft and more receptive than usual and he can just hit it super close and not worrying about catching a slope wrong and you know make putting him further away from the hole and making him have to putt longer putts um I mean, I'm just kind of maybe I'm big braining, big braining myself into Luke List like I, I tend to do, but I think I'd rather have List. I don't trust Cam Champ's wedge wedge play. Luke, Luke's wedge play is halfway decent compared to Cam Champ. Now, yeah. I do really like, and this is this is a guy that I'm betting. What's your best number that you see on Dylan Wu? Dylan Wu, um, sixty to one on BetMGM. He's eighty on FanDuel. I want that. Yeah, I, I could. He's 80 on points bet also. I, I do like that one too. I'm writing that one down. He, he's had a couple made cuts here and he's played okay, like middling finishes, but his irons have been trash here. And the irons turned up at the end of the year uh, or, or for most of the year last year. I mean, he played really well. So if he can keep, if he can keep the iron play going nicely, he's a good putter, uh, checks a ton of boxes. I, I think D. Wu could get it done. Do you know, I feel like we have a trend going. Okay. You, you probably haven't noticed it. Okay. A lot of these people that we're picking, mm-hmm. I feel like they're fairly even keeled. Like they're just, hmm. you know, they're not going to go in, get into the wine a whole lot in Napa. Mm, that is always something we, we tend to talk about. Yeah. I mean, Dylan Wu, I feel like, you know, he might have a, he might go out and have a glass. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin Suh, maybe. Eric Cole is probably get it just going to have some water with a little he's going to put a little he's going to put the like a, a grape inside the water well he can't be too far from the golf course ever so like yeah. unless there's a winery at the turn that he or you know right there next yeah. to the clubhouse he can't be he can only be he's like a dog with a shot collar he can only go so far away from a golf course yeah. where he's dead he doesn't yeah he doesn't know he can't breathe this is oxygen so if the wine if the closest winery is miles away cole's not going to be there yeah well, I know, and that's what I said. He'll just go pick a few grapes, throw them in some water, and be like, "All right, this is my wine. This yeah. is this is what it is." And can I drink this to go? Because I, I got I'm going to play a practice, another yeah. practice round, and a lot of wine you don't get to go. Yeah, you know? I mean, Akshay, I feel like he he's he's just chill. He's not really going to be getting after it too much. Now, Ekroat concerns me a little bit. Uh, Ekroat, Ekroat well, could go on a winery tour and need Ekroat is know, newly need married. To take him around. He's newly married to a girl who just looks like she is so excited he's made it to Napa. Um, yeah. So I could see a bunch of tours for Ekroat. You know, a guy like List, kind of steady. He's married, lovely, lovely Chloe. We know Chloe, great, mm-hmm. great girl. Um, she I know enjoys Napa, but they're veterans. They've been here, done that. Like they're good. You know, they they know. Yeah. Keep it in between the lines there. Yeah. Now, once we get into these longer shots, that's when you start to have to well, think about things. Let's um, let's get into them because we, we're running out of time here. Um, 
I will say, I do want to throw one more out before we get into the 100 to 1 category. Nate Lashley. Nate Lashley, 75 to 1. This feels like, like why couldn't Nate Lashley uh, get it done kind of tournament? Um, just because he wins weird, weird tournaments. I don't know what his, let me see what his record is here. Um, uh, a couple top 20s, some missed cuts, just like what Nate Lashley does. Just yeah, top 20s, missed cuts. Gain, best putting surface is POA. Loves him a birdie fest, as we know. Anyway, all right, bombs. Who we got? All right, okay. So, man, and I really feel like you could get some bombs in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying, you know. Well, you go first. I mean, a guy who could have won it last year was Justin Lauer, and mm-hmm. you know Lauer. We we know we know Lauer a little bit. Like he knows he's a little bit like. Well, speaking of a guy who um, we should talk about at some point, Kevin Kisner making his return. Yeah, uh, he is three hundred to one here. <laughs> um, we we talked to Kevin. I called that by the way last I week. Called it. You called what? Three hundred to one. You did. Yeah, I was sitting when we were talking to him, or I was I saw him before you did, and I'm talking to him while he's sitting there eating some breakfast. Um, quite a heavy breakfast, and he's, he, he said um, that he was coming back for Napa, and he said, what do you think my odds are going to be? And I was like, I don't know, probably like 300 <laughs> And he just kind of laughed, and he was like, yeah, this probably sounds about right. And he did not exude a bunch of confidence. He really didn't. He just, he kind of was yeah. sort of in the kids type way, just like, eh, yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, it's I, Poa, I and he's on record. Yeah. He's on record. Kids know like Poa. But he's also on record, I was going to say with Lauer, I was drawing the parallel to like, he's also on record of knowing that when you don't hit it very far, there are certain courses on tour, you just have to say, this is where I got to make my money. This is where I got to earn my points. This is where I got to keep my tour card is on these courses. And Lauer's in that boat. He's not super long. He gets a lot done with the putter. Um, he, he's not going to overpower a golf course. And he almost won this thing last year. So um, I think Lauer, you know, he's like 110, I think, on DK. He's probably longer other places. Uh, let's see. Lauer. Yeah, he's 120 on FanDuel. Uh, you know, a guy who's at least been in the hunt, been in contention here. Lauer's also a vibes guy. We know that about him. He is very much a vibes guy. If vibes aren't right, Lauer is gone. Ejecting. Yeah. Ejection. If he's feeling good, which I would, I would hope, he gets here to Napa and he's like, hey, this is where I had my I had a good finish here last year. I played well. This, I can do this on this golf course. I took Max Homa down the stretch on Sunday, right? Good vibes for Lauer is always a good thing. So, um, you know, he, he's what's interesting what's... to me right off the bat. And and then as I start scrolling, what do you think about Matty Schmidt? Uh, I have no thoughts on Matty Schmidt. I mean, he top twenty five his last two events. Um, yeah, he was. Um, where did I have him up? T20 at the 3M and T22 at the uh, Wyndham. That's, I mean, not, that's he, doesn't not he hit, Doesn't he hit it pretty far? He is. Uh, uh, yes, he does. He's fourth in yeah. the field in driving distance. Last 50, I think. Um, is this a, do we, do we kind of ride for Smoth Daddy here? Just, and that's probably like a top 10 or top 20. Yeah. At the most, I bet. I'm not seeing a win. No. Um, mm, who else? Ryan Moore. Spaz mentions Ryan Moore. I mean, he, he's played well. I don't like him. 
so I'm not going to bet on him. But he does check some boxes. Approach play's been solid. Yeah. Uh, I think his record here is pretty good. Let me see. Can't type. Yeah, runner up in 2018. He's not been. He's missed three cuts in a row here, but 15, 17, and 18. He finished 10th, 17th, and second. That's a, that's a while ago. I do think the course is going to play a little longer. If you know that wet winter yeah. that they had, remember? <laughs> when can we get back on Robbie Shelton? I, you know what? I saw his name and I, I was mean, like, oh man, I long for the day I can click on Robbie Shelton again. He yeah. he just. I I haven't lost a lot of money on him because he's always been a bomb, but he's never even come close. He's just never come close. But when no. you hear guys talk about him, because I've mentioned him. I, t- I talked to Poston about him at the BMW. They're always like, dude, the guy's a flusher. The guy was so good in college. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have anybody really that's longer than, you know, I do like Matty Schmid. Um, I, I, you know. I mean, you got guys that I just don't see. I don't see up here winning at at the end here. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Kids might be an interesting like top twenty play or something if he's if he is back at all a little bit. Um. Kevin Roy. Kevin Roy had a. Couple good finishes, yeah. hits it a long way. Kevin Roy, two fifty. Trevor Cohn bombs it. He's two hundred. How about going back down a little bit the board uh, to uh, Carson Young? Yeah, I who I know we I hate that. we kind of talked about a lot, but usually we end up putting him in like a top twenty or something like that. But we've seen some flashes from him for sure. Yeah, irons are good too. Uh, been hitting the irons well. Good putter, solid putter overall. What did I'm he, seeing 100 to 1 on that MGM. Where is he? He's 130. One, he's 130 on DK. Okay. I don't so mind that, Carson that's, Young. That's a lot better. I don't mind that. I'm writing down Carson. Young. Okay. So, all right, let's recap here real quick. I think of bets I want to place right now. Right now. Cole for sure at 35 on DK. Shez for sure at 50 on MGM. Akshay at 55 on points bet. Pendrith at 75 on points bet. Stevens and Dewu both 80 on FanDuel. List, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make myself think about it. I'm gonna make, you know, it's one of those things where you you just if you do it, you wanna say you did it and you still took some time to think about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and I'm, I'm probably going to – those are the ones I'm firing on right now. Well, I would say for me that we've got some agreement. I will stay, still say Sahith at 20-1, to 1, Eric Cole 35-1. to 1. I, I'm, I want to go ahead and fire on Justin Sah. He's 50-1 to 1 at point on points bet. And I like Akshay as well. And I'm debating on Wu. And I really want to put Ryder on the card, but I'm just going to wait and see. Um. By the way, long shot again. Carson Young is 150 to one on points bet, but he's mm. you know, so a big difference there between the books on him right now. Yeah. Between BetMGM, who's got him at 100, and points bet, he's got him at 150. Yep. 
All right, there you go. We'll we'll have more on that. Uh, by the way, regularly scheduled programming. We're going to get into BMW PJ here in just a second. Regularly scheduled programming this week. We will have um, the DK show is coming out tonight. We're not going to do it live. We're going to record that a little earlier so we can watch Monday Night Football. Probably going to try to make that the trend in the fall. And um, then we've got the what do we have? We've got the emails going out. We've got uh, my lunchtime live chat on Wednesday. We've got the, in, that's for Discord members only. We've got the Discord live chat on Wednesday night. Probably going to hear from our boy Dynamite Dean on site there in Napa on Wednesday nights. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, all the, all the regularly scheduled stuff. I'm going to do my top 40 round robin on SoBet exclusively, up 6.2 units, I think, since April. And we'll have our betting cards out. What else, Pat? Anything else? Am I missing anything? I might do a sleepers video tomorrow. Probably might do yeah. one of those. I've got the SoBet show tomorrow. We've got our Better Sports Network show tomorrow. Better Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a guest on for that show tomorrow? Yeah, I think, they're, I think we're working on it. I think we're working okay. on a guest. Awesome. All right, let's talk about the BMW PGA for just uh, a few minutes here because, like I said, it is a very stacked field. It's at Went- Wentworth Golf Club. Always sounds very... yeah. I feel like we have a connection there. At, to Wentworth? Is old, uh, you, you remember Ash? Yeah. You, is Ash, doesn't he have some, uh, didn't he used to? Uh, I don't think I he, don't know. Ash is, yeah, he, did, he used to do something there. I think he did something there. <laughs> did he do something there? Yeah. Did he play there once? I think he played there one time. Shout out Ash. We love Ash. Yeah, been a while. Boy, speaking of nine years, that takes it way back to early days of TJ there. Um, Shane Lowry beat Rory McIlroy and John Rahm here last year, 17 under. In 2021, uh, Billy Horschel, which does, you know, Billy Horschel is definitely an American. I mean, ride or die American. But it, that's a very British sounding name. Billy Horschel. I feel like he wants to be a, a European. No, he does not. Don't say that, dude. He, he's plays, very, all, he, he plays over there all the time. Yeah, I, I, yeah but he's not a, he's very, he's very American. He's a very he can't ever American make guy. the U.S. Ryder Cup team, so maybe he's going to like switch allegiances, pull a, a Rory Sabatini, and yeah, yeah. Um, so he won in 2021 at 19 under over uh, not a lot of great names. There weren't a whole lot of good players in that one. 2020, Terrell Hatton beat Victor Perez, Patrick Reed, Andy Sullivan, and and the gang. 2019, Danny Willett won at 20 under over John Rahm. And 2018 was won by Francesco Molinari when he was really good. Beat Rory and Alex Noren. And uh, Lucas Bieregard, that's a throwback. Anyway, so that's kind of your past champs, your scores. You can kind of see it's a 17 to 20 under scoring average, par 72, around 70, plays about 7,200 yards there at Wentworth. Uh, and, um, yeah, and, and like I said, pretty stacked field. You've got, got a lot of good, good players coming over. Let me switch over my odds here. Pat, any any other? Uh, well, Graham in the chat. Um, oh, I didn't see it. What do you say? I feel like he's he's got some inside track over there. Maybe he's over there, but BMW fast firm. Oh, okay. Molinari oh, game is creeping Molinari. back. That is true. The Molinari game is kind of returning. It seems. Um. So let's let's look at it. Let's look at it. Rory McIlroy opens as your favorite at six to one. Now Rory played in the Horizon Irish. Uh. This past weekend, finished T16. I think he had an awful Sunday. Shot two over on Sunday. It finished nine under. By the way, V-Norm, Vincent Norman, wins his second event of the year 
at, at oh uh, my goodness see i didn't pay attention yeah that's really good to know though he's gonna be on a lot of people's radar this this next season he's a stud he shot seven under on, on sunday to do the damn thing i mean he he literally doubled his three-day total shot seven under to finish 14 under um other notable finishes at the Veri- at the verizon horizon irish open shane lowry shane lowry t3 defending champ here this week at bmw wentworth minwoo lee um shot 11 under total finished t7 jordan smith i love jordan smith he had an awful sunday he uh actually an awful weekend he finished t12 at uh, 10 under i already mentioned rory guido guido's back um he finished t16 Thomas Detry, we'll be seeing him, I, I would imagine, in the fall. He finished T23. And Adrian Moronk, poor, poor, poor Moronk. He finished T23. And that's probably about it. Aaron Rye, T39. Billy Horschel, T45. You think Billy's just over there, like, hanging out, maybe hoping, like, you know, somebody on the Ryder Cup's injured at the very last minute? And Captain Zach Johnson's like, I don't, I mean, who's going to make it here on such short notice? And Billy Ho's yeah. like right behind him and he's like, hey, hey, Captain, hey. I'll play. Yeah. Um, Alex Fitzpatrick, who's storming the, the gates of good professional golf, he's at T54. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of some, uh, let me see if there's any notable miscuts from the Horizon Irish. Uh, Terrell Hatton missed the cut by two shots. Um, who else? Hal Tong Lee's back. Well, well, he's playing golf. I don't know if he's back. Uh, that, that seems about it. So that was the Horizon Irish. Anyway, let's look at odds. BMW. I've got DK pulled up. Rory at six to one. Hovland at plus six fifty. Rom at eight to one. Are your three short favorites there in the single digits? Rom's played well here almost every time. Yeah. I, I, have we ever seen this many like? A hundred percent of the European Ryder Cup team playing in the event the right like right before. I guess it's not the week before, but it's like right before. Yeah, this is it's. I mean, they are definitely uh, they're they're showing some team camaraderie, camaraderie, camaraderie. <laughs> I hate that word. I tried to say that word drunk one time, and it sounded better than it did when I was <laughs> like just so. now sober. That's yeah. Nice. Um, John Rahm is to me. Something's going to happen. He's winning something like this. And so I, I, have, a, I have a feeling of, of wanting to bet him, even at that short number. Um, by the way, that's the best number on Rom is that 8-1. to one. Okay. DK across the board, I'm kind of glancing here, is not as good as that MGM on some of these numbers. Okay. Well, then let's, uh, we can continue to shop here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I don't uh, I don't hate I don't hate the ROM play at eight to one. Okay. Uh Tommy Ladd, Fitzpatrick, Terrell Hatton, Shane Lowry, Tom Kim, Minwoo, Ludwig, all shorter than that, you know, in the twenty-five up to thirty to one or, or a little shorter than thirty to one range. I, this feels like Tommy Fleet was gonna win because it's not a PGA tour event. It's not on US soil. Been playing great. But it is called the BMW PGA, so that you think could because really the PGA's in there, that could throw them off. I I still like Tommy. What's the best number you see? Well, 
he is sixteen to one on BetMGM, and okay. he's. I don't have it up yet on points bet. Vandal doesn't have odds out yet for this. That, that's dumb. Okay, so sixteen to one on MGM. That's the bet. I I, I just think best. I think that's happening. And then the next one that I love is is Lowry at twenty. What's he on MGM? So he's twenty on points bet, and he is twenty on MGM. So he's twenty everywhere. I I like Lowry again. I mean, played played well last week, defending yeah. champ. Um, twenty to one. Yeah, I like that. Fitzy, I, I'm not. By the way, Fitzy also got engaged to that smoke show. Mm, did you see good that? For him, I did not, but good for him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, former Miss New Jersey runner-up, she is. Okay. I mean, those adult braces really paid off for Fitzy. Yeah. So good, good, good job. But I'm not playing him. I, I just don't, still don't know where his game is necessarily. Um, I think I'm out. I like the combo in here of, and, and these are two better numbers because they're both 22 to one on DK, but they're 28 to one on MGM, and that's Minwoo Lee and Tom Kim. Mm. So, and I like both of those guys. Is uh, I I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I think I, I think I prefer Tom. Sometimes I just think Min Woo is like, and I love him. I think he's just got some. He's got a little bit of volatility in him still that he's got to get worked out for him to he like does. close the I, door. I agree. You know what I mean? But he's so talented, man, and he just. I feel like it's. He doesn't seem to me like it's just one type of course that he's going to win on. Mm-hmm. There, there could be multiple types. Just the way he. He can hit the ball the way he can work the ball. I mean, we watched him play a few holes at the Players Championship, and just what he could do with that like driving iron, yeah, is amazing. And I, I, you know, you think about using a driving iron like on a firm, fast course, like we're hearing this is, um, you know, and typically what you get a lot over there. Um, the, I, I, I guess the like, question is: is he is is he showing enough discipline when he needs to? Yeah, I don't, you know. I mean, as a guy who bombs it off the tee, listen, it's hard to be disciplined at times. Like, you just want to rip it. You know, you just want to send it. Um, Shout out Darren, our buddy Darren in the chat. Thanks for the the super chat. Hi, guys. Had V. Norman at 60 to 1 last week. That a boy, Darren. He likes Rom, Horschel. uh, Rom and Horschel, I guess, here. And then he likes JT at 16 to 1 and Akshay at 60. We talked a little bit about JT. I don't like that number. Uh, And we both like Akshay, so we're with you there. Um, And we both like Rom. So... Yeah. Uh, shout out, Darren. And we haven't got to uh, to Billy here. What's where's his? I, I don't see. So Billy's thirty five to one. Obviously, got some a good history here at um at Wentworth. I mean, I I don't hate it. I guess I probably. I I feel like Moronk, and I don't know. You know, I mean, it doesn't seem like, especially a firm and fast Wentworth. You don't have to be long. And I know Moronk crushes it. I just feel like Morocco's going to go on this like revenge. I feel like he wants <laughs> he wants to go on this just revenge tour for the Ryder Cup situation. That's exactly what I was thinking. Is we're about to get, just get angry Morocco. Yeah, which sounds good. Angry Morocco. Yeah. So I could see that happening. Uh, Sep at forty five. He's always dangerous, and and forty five mm-hmm. just feels in, feels feels decent. Uh, Alexander Bjork at fifty and Rye at fifty. I both like. Just as guys who are 
accurate ball strikers, good iron players. Um, I like both those boys. I'm Bobby gonna, Mack up there, 66. No, I'm not, I'm not going Bobby Mack. I'm not doing Bobby okay. Mack, no. Um, Guido's been bucking his head, too. He's at 90. He's at 90. I, like, I kind of yeah. like Guido. For, and then Francesca, who Darren just said, surging at 130. I like the Francesco play. I, I think he, we have seen some, a little bit of a resurgence from him. Um, he's an assistant. Is, isn't he an assistant captain for the Ryder Cup team? Uh, I th- he and his... I don't know. I think he is. He's got to be. By the way, he's man, Alexander Bjork is putting together a hell of a season. Yeah. Hell of a 2023. His... His last, look, listen to these last finishes. Runner-up, 14th, 4th, 8th, 9th, 6th, 29th, 4th. Is that even real? I'm telling you, that guy is so solid. He's like the Eric Cole of the European Tour. He, f- he finished 20th here last year, 51st the year before that. Um, No, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong tournament. Damn it. Oh, that, that's what he finished at the Irish. Hmm. My bad. That's on me. This is not the Irish. Anyway, he's still playing great. He is. Uh, anybody else? Uh, Darren says yeah. we got some bombs in here. I mean, we got to pay attention to Darren because he, he likes Guido too. All right, so I'm glad we're on Guido. And then Southgate. I love him. I always love him. Southgate, Southgate. I almost mentioned him too. Southgate like just seems like a hell of a dude. He seems like a yeah. just a guy you want to you, you have a drink with or you, you'd let your daughter marry or you'd let your, you know, you'd let dog sit for you or, you know. He just seems like a, just a good, good guy. Yeah. 180. I'm firing on that. Anything else? No, I, I love the Southgate play. I'm gonna fin- I'd like to finish on that one. Okay. So. That's it. That's for us. More to come. DraftKings DFS show coming for the Fortinet. We might talk a little bit of BMW PJ there as well. That'll come tonight or tomorrow morning. Stay tuned on that one. And uh, don't forget, drop in the chat. Uh, what I say? Your best bets for Monday Night Football and or Thursday Night Football and your favorite or most memorable Tour Junkies memory over the last going on nine years now uh, as we celebrate going into our ninth. Uh, ninth season here ninth fall so drop that in the chat that'd be fun for us to look at and read we appreciate everybody don't forget hashtag make pat full time click the sobet link and we might get get you out here to augusta on tuesday in that first full week of april all right that's it for us have a great week bend over your bookie